Today on Locked on Ducks Hockey, it's our Thanksgiving special. What are you thankful for and what should Ducks fans be thankful for? Join me on this special Locked on Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Gobble, gobble, gobble. It's time to make those pilgrim hats, pretend to enjoy fruitcake, and begin packing the markets with delicious eggnog. Mmm. Eggnog season is finally upon us. Yeah. Oh, and you are locked in with Jason, J.D. Hernandez, on this rainy Thanksgiving Eve. This is Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast covering the Anaheim Ducks, not the Anaheim Turkeys. Don't forget that you will get fresh daily content Monday through Friday about the OC's hockey team. However, that won't be the case this week as we celebrate American Thanksgiving tomorrow. I know Canadian Thanksgiving took place last month. It's coming on. So to our neighbors north of the border, well, this is just another normal week for you. So happy hump day, Canada. Before I give thanks in my own way, you can hear this podcast or any of the shows on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Since Alexa thinks this podcast is still about college football, try asking Siri, Hey Siri, play Locked On Ducks or something along those lines and hope that works. If it does, please send me a letter. I love mail. It never fails. Or you might try looking manually on the Apple or Google Podcasts. So if you're listening already, congratulations! But be sure to hit that subscribe button if you have not already to listen to this podcast daily. Also, Twitter time! You can follow this show at LO underscore Ducks, and you can follow me at StimpyJD. Keep checking those tweets, but most of all, subscribe! Since this is a Ducks podcast, I thought I'd start by listing some things that Ducks fans should be thankful for. I'll start with the obvious item. At least the Anaheim Ducks have won a Stanley Cup. Out of the 31 teams in the National Hockey League, 20 of them have had the honor of raising Lord Stanley's Cup. In fact, I remember the rally, I mean, I really remember the rally that took place outside the Ponda. Scott Niedermeyer with his fully shaved beard gone, the trophies being escorted in via helicopter, and even then-Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger speaking at the rally with some of his famous movie lines sprinkled in there. Actually, a couple of my friends were going to the rally anyway and invited me to come along to check it out. That night ended up being a lot of fun, and I know I still have my Stanley Cup puck from that postseason somewhere in my old room. But back to the facts. The Ducks were the first team from California to win the Stanley Cup 12 years ago. While Kings fans can say they have the advantage, and rightfully so, that they have won two cups in this decade, Ducks fans should still be thankful that they were the first team to taste supreme victory in this great state of California. Actually, here is something that both Kings fans and Ducks fans should be thankful for. Hey, at least they're not the Sharks and their zero cup wins. For that matter... They should be thankful they are not the Blue Jackets, Minnesota Wild, or the Winnipeg Jets. Both times, both incarnations that include the Kachinas, or sorry, the Coyotes, 
and the Thrashers. Something else Ducks fans should be thankful for is their short yet rich history. While this is a hockey team whose history is rooted from the Walt Disney Studios with Pacey Witter as their team captain, the Ducks still had some quality players in their franchise's history and some unforgettable moments. By the way, I'm Team Pacey all the way. One of my favorite Ducks of all time was Paul Correa, who had probably the iconic moment in Mighty Ducks history with his memorable goal against the New Jersey Devils in the 2003 Cup Final. Now, while everyone in the ponds thought Paul suffered yet another concussion, he came back later in that game and delivered a goal for the ages with the fantastic call from Gary Thorne. There have been other Ducks greats like the previously mentioned Scott Niedermeyer, John Sebastian Giger, Temu Solani, and Ducks legend Guy Hibert. Even now, the Ducks have an all-time great in Ryan Getzloff, who continues to pile up already impressive numbers, including a goal on the last game. Soon, his number 15 will join the rafters inside the Ponda. And while we're on the subject of the current team, we can be thankful that the youth movement is coming together okay. If last night's game was any indication, some of the young 20-somethings are developing well and they could be building blocks for this franchise for years to come. Hell, some of the guys have already developed into top two line talent. Ricard Raquel is only 26 years old, and he's slowly getting better still. Andra Kasha is only 24 and quickly becoming a key cog in the Ducks offense. Max Jones and Sam Steele are only 21, and Troy Terry is only 22. If nothing else... This team can be very fun to watch, and as long as this young team stays together, it could all gel together in the near future. Something else that Ducks fans should be thankful for is the fact that they have a terrific organist in Gil Ember, my boy Gil. I'll admit this, but back in college, I was a music minor and even performed in the college choir that traveled the world, you know, went to Paris went to South Africa all over, but that's another story for another day. My love of music has always been present in some of my tweets when I talk about the set lists from Gil, either during the game or post-game. Heck, I even do the same thing with the Gulls' part-time organist, Bobby Cressy, during Padres games or Gulls games when he's playing there. I mean, think about it. How many organists out there have specialized jingles for each and every player when their name is revealed during the goals and assists calls. And I gotta thank Gil for clarifying one of the songs he played yesterday that I didn't pick up, but it was Eric Goodbranson for Good Vibrations, which is clever. Classic Beach Boys song. So, personally, I love hearing a little bit of Back to the Future for Nick Delorier or Never Gonna Give You Up for Ricard Raquel. Next time you're at a Ducks game at the Ponda, make sure to really sit back and enjoy that awe-inspiring music, especially during the intermission. Oh, Ducks fans should also be thankful that they had an amazing original logo, and one that is still used today for their third jerseys, albeit in those orange and black color palettes. Last season, I know they brought back the teal. It was black and teal, and it was as close to the classic jersey as possible, 
but it was a fitting way to celebrate the silver season or the 25th anniversary for the Anaheim Ducks. So that old logo still resonates well with fans. That's the logo that typically sells out the fastest in the team store as far as gear goes. So for that logo to still go strong, props to that. And hey, even both hosts of Locked on Sharks agree that the original Mighty Ducks logo is the best logo in the Ducks franchise, bar none. Now, before I go and prepare some food, how about I tell you about a way to save on already prepared food delivered right to your front door with DoorDash. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. Hearing on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcasts.com slash offers. Once again, LockedOnPodcasts.com forward slash offers. Much more to come on the other side of the intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason Hernandez on this special Thanksgiving Eve show. Before I get more personal, here are a couple other things that Ducks fans should be absolutely thankful for. The weather! Despite the soggy weather we're experiencing this morning, Ducks fans should love the generally awesome weather here in Southern California. We have some of the most consistent weather here with several days of perfectly partly cloudy skies with amazing sunsets. I mean, go up to Griffith Park and you'll see some great sunsets up there. I mean, honestly, we're spoiled with many days of sunny skies and very rarely do we get any rain delays for baseball games. The last time I can recall an Angels game being rained out was a Red Sox game from about four seasons ago. The only reason I remember that is because I was at the makeup game before finishing my ballpark tour for years ago. And just some background, yes, I have visited all 30 MLB ballparks. This was back four years ago. I've, as of current, been to 35 Major League Baseball stadiums, but this is a hockey podcast. So yeah, in other words, it rarely happens when you have a makeup game at Angel Stadium. Plus, we have a plethora of different climates within a short drive. If you want to take a quick surf, the Pacific Ocean is right there. If you want to snowboard, Big Bear or Mount Baldy is only a short drive away. If you want to hike in the snow, go up to Mount Baldy. I have my spots where I take the dog. You know, it's all in fun. Now, this one will take a while. But Ducks fans and SoCal hockey fans in general should be tremendously thankful that we have several minor league teams 
within a decent driving distance with one coming on the way in 2021. I'm talking about the new Palm Springs AHL team set to debut at the same time as the Seattle NHL franchise. SoCal has always had a rich history of minor league hockey, going back to the San Diego goals of the 60s and 70s. And even going into the early 2000s, you had the goals, you had the Long Beach Ice Dogs, you had the Fresno Falcons, and even going into the ECHL days, yes, you only had a couple of teams. You had the Rain, the Condors, and the Las Vegas Wranglers. The rest of the teams, you had to travel a bit. You had to go to Stockton to see the Heat. You had to go up to Alaska to see the Aces. You had to go to Utah to see the Grizzlies. In other words, we don't have, we didn't have as many teams back then as we do now. And really think about this. In 2021, you're going to have the Bakersfield Condors just up the 5 and the 99. You have the Ontario Rain, which is a short drive away. You have the San Diego Gulls, which is just down the 5. And now you're going to have the Palm Springs team, which is going to be about one and a half hours away. These are very doable drives. So think about all the hockey that we have here in Southern California. Even when the Ducks are away on one of their long road trips, at least one of those teams will be home. So if you really have the hockey bug, this is something that we should be extremely thankful for. That we have all these incredible teams. And this is not lowly talent. This is top level talent. When you think about the AHL, that's only one step away from the National Hockey League. And you have several players coming in two-way contracts. So you're going to have consistently people like Max Jones, like Max Comtois. They're going to keep going up and down between San Diego and Anaheim this year. So catching a goals game is a fantastic opportunity to see the Ducks of the future, or as we call them, the Baby Ducks. So really, really be thankful for that, folks. I want to remind you that you can listen to us via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, be sure to check out other hockey podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Sharks, where C. Morley and Kyle Demetrius talk about Patrick Marlowe still scoring goals. In case you missed it, Patrick Marlowe scored the game-winning goal in overtime against the LA Kings. Oh boy. Yes, he is still scoring at his age. Or check out Locked on Capitals, where Nicky Giordano waxes poetic on one of the best teams in the NHL right now. And I will say the Ducks did the Caps a favor by beating the Isles last night, or rather two nights ago. And also, check out Locked on Canadians, where co-host Scott Matla will reluctantly eat an entire loaf of fruitcake. And maybe he will eat some of that during his next podcast. So check that out on the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, it's Thanksgiving Eve. So I wanted to be even more personal here and end on giving thanks to my extended hockey family. Dylan, Cody, if you guys are listening, I'll see you later tonight at Toyota Arena. Working hockey games for the past 10 seasons has been an absolute blast. 
and I'm hoping for many more because that's something I truly enjoy, not just for the atmosphere, but the fantastic people I get to work with. Also, I want to sincerely thank everybody in the Locked On NHL family. I've chatted with some of you and even got to host a special episode where we even raised money for the Hockey Fights Cancer Charity, and that means a lot. Getting to know the other hosts on that episode was something very special, and I cannot wait to host the next installment of Locked On NHL Jeopardy. Wait, what? Yeah, you heard that right. We're going to do that again soon. Stay posted on that one. I've met the host of Locked On Kings, Sarah Avampado, and she's an absolute delight. Yes, we host, I guess, rival shows, per se, but we're really part of the same team and the same family, and I can't wait to finally preview the upcoming Kings vs. Ducks game with her over the weekend. So another preview, but we're going to be coming up on Kings Ducks next week, so be on the lookout for that. There are several hosts that I chat with, and just know that I'm thankful for you all. And just remember that I'll always have your guys' backs. I'm highly thankful for the opportunity to host my own daily show and be able to share some past stories and be able to cover a home hockey team that's only a short drive away. I'm thankful for the chance to do some actual reporting for an NHL team, and I'm more than excited to continue this throughout the 2019-2020 season. I'm thankful to have a platform to share some sports-related opinions that I feel need to be put out there. I had a recent interview with Jesus Serate, who did the Spanish language for the Ducks game for Dia de los Muertos, and I said that we need to have more of those games and even gave a commentary about Hispanics in hockey, and I love having this platform to share that. So once again, I, I know I've said this before many times, but we need more of those Spanish language games. And it's great that I have this platform to say stuff like that. So I'm thankful to have that platform. And most of all, most of all, I want to thank you. I want to thank all y'all, the listeners. I love hearing the comments you all have sent. And I want to hear from all listeners today. So if you're listening, I want to hear from you today. I want to hear from you tomorrow. Wish me a happy Thanksgiving. I want to hear from you guys. I promise I won't make the next hashtag Elite1C goal sound like a piece of cake. Unless it actually is a piece of cake empty netter with no defenders around. Then you'll hear me really go to town. I'm sorry, but if it's an empty netter, I'll go to town on those easy goals. And I'll try to make them sound as easy as possible because that's just the kind of guy I am. Yes, you can tell I've always had that kind of sense of humor about this. I'm thankful that I have this sense of humor. Maybe some would call it a defense mechanism. I call it all in good fun. I mean, we're, we're all fans of hockey. We got to have a little bit of fun, you know? Yeah, I think that's the perfect note to end on. So I will do my closing spiel by saying you can download today's podcast or any of the previous few episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, Please make sure to follow on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And you can follow me personally at StimpyJD. Once again, the Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks or at StimpyJD. If you guys follow those Twitter accounts, 
you'll see some updates on the Ducks and really hockey in general. And I know there's been some controversial tweets lately. There's been a lot of controversy. I'll touch on that either on Friday's show or next week. And I'd really like to thank everyone for listening and be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Again, this show wouldn't be possible without y'all listening. So please, if you know any Ducks fans and think they might be interested in hearing a daily podcast about their favorite team, let them know. Tell them about Locked On Ducks. I always love hearing from the listeners. And speaking of that, if you want to chat hockey with me, either hit me up on Twitter or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Oh yeah, and for everyone traveling across the roads right now, which I know some of you are doing because some of you listen to this while you're driving, please drive safely and make sure you get to your destinations safely, especially with this crazy weather we're going to experience the next 72 hours. So please be careful out there. Once again, as a reminder, there will be no show tomorrow since it's American Thanksgiving, but I will be back on Friday, likely at midnight, just in time for Black Friday. For Locked on Ducks, I'm Jason JD Hernandez saying, have a great holiday. I'll see you at the rink and happy Thanksgiving, Anaheim. Anaheim.